Welcome to this talk from Emmaus Road, a church with congregations in Guildford, Woking and Aldershot in the UK. To find out more about who we are and what we're up to, please visit us online at EmmausRoad.com. Lord, you are worthy and we sing our praises to you. Thank you that you are a God who is enthroned on high and we lift our praise to you. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, um, as you can see, we've got Scott and Misty Bauer with us here. Uh, dear friends, elders of the church who are retiring from eldership today. We're going to be interviewing yeah. them in just a second, so I'm going to introduce them. Love but it. thanks, uh, first of all, for all the comments on, on Slido, on church Woo-hoo. chat there. Francis in Germany uh, saying to you, remember Sabbath meals on Saturday nights at your oh, house? Bowers. I love that. Um, we've, uh, we've got a few little uh, uh, questions here. Um, oh, um, Rebecca says her kitchen smells like cinnamon rolls. One of my favourite smells. Beautiful. Rebecca, that's terrific. Mm. But um, just a few little quick fire questions for you. Before, before we start. We some, before oh, we start. straight um, away. So the first one is... Um, uh, Scott only ever shaves in instalments yes. on social media. Is this critical <laughs> for church leadership? Absolutely. If you've, uh, that, that must come from somebody who's never had a beard. If you have a beard and shave it, you have to do it in... It's Amazing. a fun time. Thank you so much. Uh, next question is, um, when are you available to babysit your great nephew? Oh, anytime. <laughs> it's obviously an in-house family thing. Um, uh, Mervyn Thomas great. has sent me a, quite a worrying message, uh, Scott, about you in Iraq taking a photograph of him and a dignitary um, relieving themselves. So we're not going to mention that one. Uh, uh, we'll hear more about your work with CSW and with Mervyn later. Um, next question is, what have you enjoyed most about being elders of the church? Oh, it's the challenge mixed in with the fun. It's just been so much fun over the last 10 years. Challenge and fun, that's brilliant. Scott? I was just hanging out with, with best friends every Monday night. Hey. Oh, that's so nice. We are yeah. genuinely friends yeah. uh, and, and love doing this together. Can we see a picture of Misty's dreadlocks? We are, I think, okay. going to see a picture this of Misty's dreadlocks. This leads beautifully into just, their interview, and, and one more question. Lovely. One more question oh, uh, from someone called Evan Bauer. <laughs> ah. This is their son. He says, which is your favourite child? <laughs> <laughs> we have a favourite son and a favourite daughter. Oh, very good. <laughs> Sammy, over to you. No, darling, you're starting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scott and Misty, for those of you who don't know, are, they've been elders of uh, Emmaus Road for 10 years years for a decade pretty much from the start and uh, they're retiring today not for any bad reason they're not sort of you know we haven't fallen out or anything like that it's just a change of season and we are so grateful so what we wanted to do is just um, take the opportunity to let them share a little bit what they've seen what they see for us as a church what the story's been for them Um, for two reasons the first is that believe it or not lots of people have joined Emmaus uh, through the last year. Many people have joined Emmaus and had never even made it to a physical meeting yet. Uh, I don't mean people who are just watching online. I mean people who, you know, have got stuck in. You, if you've got kids, they're in the kids' work now online. You know, you're in collectives and whatever. And those people are often saying to us, 
What's it all about? Where did Emmaus come from? Well, we want to just take a bit of time to celebrate the story of what God's done amongst us today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're aware that others have been on this journey a long time, but boy, we are coming to the end of a very, very difficult time. And this is a good time for the people of God to tell the story of God, remember where we've come from, and start to think about where we're going next. And so for all those reasons, we are thrilled to have Scott and Misty Yay. with us. Scott, Misty, let's start right back at the beginning. Uh, before you came to sort of Guildford and Ooh. all of that stuff, I know you kind of had your lives hijacked a bit, didn't you really, by, by 24-7 prayer. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, um, thanks Pete. So we, we, we have been around 24-7 prayer since the very early days. We were leading a church, helping to lead a church down in Torquay and we're kind of doing 24-7 periodically. Um, and then we, we, there was a, an event called, I think it's called I Am Five up in London, it's a five-year birthday thing, which must yeah. have been an awful long time ago. Uh, and so, so I drove up with a couple of friends from Torquay just to kind of reconnect with the movement. Um, and in, in the midst of this crazy party, there was a, there was a moment of, um, I've a kind of conviction from the Lord. I think there was... I found myself on my knees weeping and there was a, a challenge that just, like, just spoke to my heart that, that, that was, you say you're living for Jesus, don't you mean you're living for your church? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you, you say you're living for Jesus, but don't you mean your career? You say you're living for Jesus, but what, your car, your family, your mm-hmm. dad. Wow. And so it was a, a come and follow me moment. And I was, I was literally a mess on, on the floor. Oh. But at the same time, kind of like, you've got conviction, you've also got forgiveness that comes with it. And so at, at the end of that, with me sobbing on the floor, I, I just had this, this image of Jesus just saying, come and follow me again. Mm. And it's like, come and follow me. And like, in that yeah. moment, I can see him turning. And the expectation is that you follow, right? There's an invitation yeah. and there's a response. So, uh, so what did you do? So when I went home and <laughs> tried to talk to Misty about, about what this might mean for us, it's way too long a story to go, go through in detail. But eventually, it, it ended up with us... S- and this is over a period of 12 months, selling or giving away everything we owned that wouldn't, wow. that wouldn't, fit, into our, that wouldn't fit into our camper vans. We sold our car, car, cars, not sure, um, house. Yeah. Uh, worst thing was selling my CD collection, but in the days of Spotify, <laughs> that now seems like... Yeah, Yes, we sold or gave away everything. everything. Just, just for those who think this is strange, in a way it isn't, because Jesus looked at the rich young ruler and said, unless you, you know, sell everything you've got, give it to the poor, follow me. You, know, you can't be my disciple. So you were just you obeying it. Jesus, yeah. very, literally. And what did you do once you'd sold and given everything away? Uh, so, yeah, for us it was an invitation. All of that was about an invitation. It wasn't a must, it was an invitation. And the next invitation was to get in the van and go to Europe. And all we knew was we were going to get in the van, go across the ferry and turn left. Turn left. Yeah, turn so, left. That was the first decision. Never I think we've got a photo of, of you guys with the van. In the van. The van. Here come uh, the dreadlocks. T- 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 oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Is that you, Misty? That is me. There yeah. are the dreadlocks. A friend. You look, you look so different. Scott, you kind of look the same, but <laughs> Misty, <laughs> you've changed so much. And how old were the kids there? A two and uh, nearly five. So cute. You see the, the handprints on the van. As we, as we travelled around Europe visiting all these communities and churches, we'd get people 
people to lay hands and pray for us, and they'd leave, like, we'd get them to paint their hands, stick them on awesome. the ground. Awesome. Amazing. Really cool. so, so you just said you're travelling around. Just tell that. us a little bit about the vision, because it wasn't just some kind of escapist hippie thing, was it? There was a real sense of calling. Tell us what you were doing. It was a really key moment for you, but also your role in 24-7. Yeah. When we decided that, um, and we felt this was the right thing to do, we came and spoke to Ian Nicholson. Now, how can we serve 24-7? How can we part, be part of it, doing what we're doing? And he said, it's just go and encourage, go and see mm. these communities. And he told us about all these communities. We'd met some of them through various events. Um, and so our role really was to, to go almost, uh, one side was encouragement, to go and encourage yeah. places, hear stories and share the stories further down the road. But also we discovered there was a bit of a prophetic prayer element as we were going. As we were going, wow. we were sowing the seeds of prayer. And we hear stories now, uh, Neu Brandenburg, where um, Francis is, we went, that was another space we went and prayed before, yeah. before they, when they were hoping to move in. And we went and prayed with them prophetically and just wow. hearing the stories of what's yeah, going on there incredible. now. It's not our prayers, but it's the, you know, the seeds that were sown amongst that. So, yeah. so that, was a, mm. that was part of the, the I journey. Love it. And just serving churches wherever we could whether yeah. that was, and we, we renovated buildings. I had no building experience whatsoever, but knocking <laughs> down walls and just helping people or putting out chairs or... Love it. Yeah, whatever So where did you end up in Europe? Well, we spent um, the, the largest percentage of our time was in Macedonia. We were there twice, where Phil and Anna are now. Oh. Lived with Phil and Anna for, for six months or so. Um, spent a long time there. We also spent a year in, in the far southeast of Germany in a, a new monastic community in Ramsdorf. Apart from that, it was mobile in the van. Amazing. We traded the van in after a few years for a, for a Land Rover Defender. It just, <laughs> went faster. I went faster. Uh, it, yeah. So how did you end up in Guildford? Mm. So it was a mix of circumstances. We had six months earlier moved out to Macedonia for what we thought was long term with Phil and Anna. We were expecting this to be the next 10 years of our lives. But through a variety of circumstances, God brought us back to the UK. And we, uh, we went to live with family in Devon to start with. And we had to decide, do we stay in Devon and dig in here? Or do we come back to Guildford? And again, it was that invitation. Guildford was where our spiritual family were, where 24-7 were, where we had been welcomed as pilgrims before um, and had become friends and family. And so this is where we came. But it, it really was a miracle. We can remember looking around houses and them telling us how expensive it was. And we just looked at each other and said, we, we don't have the faith for 1,200, 1,500 pounds a month. We, we had an income of 200 euros a month. Yeah, but God really blessed us with a house out of the blue where the, the landlord generously said, how much can you afford? Wow. And uh, we needed a thousand pounds for the deposit by the end of a certain week, and by the end of that week, miraculously, that money was in our bank account. Amazing. Uh, amazing. So you'd, you'd really I think we've got a picture of, oh. of Scott oh, yeah, and Misty in Guildford around that time. There you are. So ah. This is Antics with Evan in the garden. Scott yeah. and Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> and is, is that James or is that Phil? I, I think Not it's sure. James. Not that sure. looks like James. That's Mark As the wheelbarrow. Mark Webb, DJ Mark Webb. <laughs> Aww. And, and so guys, this is an amazing story that this is kind of chapter one, we're about to do chapter two, but this, you know, a bit radical obedience to Jesus, mm. sell everything, traveling around, encouraging the church, really playing a key role as 24-7 communities were springing up mm. uh, all around Europe in connecting those and, and, and praying into those. So mm. thank you for yeah. that example. And we're so glad you came 
to, to, to Guildford and that you, you've been right at the heart of things all this time. And before we get into sort of chapter two, which is I think even more amazing, we thought it'd be fun to stop and just show a little video. We've created this video that looks back on some of our stories so far as a church. Uh, for those of you new to things, I hope this helps kind of make sense a little bit of stuff. But for those of you who've been around for a while, look out for some familiar faces. Scott and Misty, you must have seen a lot of changes throughout your time serving as elders. What would you say is the change that has really stuck out for you guys? I don't know about change, but I think just watching that video, it's, it's just, it's all about people, right? Mm. It's like it's people come and go through Emmaus, but just the faces of so many friends on that video from, mm. yeah, some are around now still, some have moved on. Uh, just yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for me, the, again, it's not necessarily the change, but what stayed the same. And just oh, seeing I love the that. values played out through all those different stories, the family, the community, the prayer, Fun. you know, everything is, it might look slightly different, but it, the value is still the same. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank now, you. Now, guys, in a moment, I know there's something on your heart that both you want to just share with us mm. as a church, and we're all ears. We want to receive whatever <laughs> you've got from God for us. Mm. And I know that uh, there's, there's questions still coming through on, on church chat about, you know, what did you learn in the years traveling around Europe mm. that has equipped you for eldership? And so you can touch on any of that stuff that you want. But um, uh, first of all, you both just do the most remarkable jobs uh, yeah. right now. And I just wanted to mention those. Scott, you're the chief executive of this incredible organization, CSW, founded, I think, by a member of our church. Just tell us a tiny bit about that. Yeah, thanks. Um, yes, the CSW, a Christian human rights organization that, that speak up for all those experiencing injustice because of their uh, religion or belief around the world, founded by my good friend Mervyn Thomas 40-odd years ago now. Um, yeah, so we, we work in over 26 countries around the world, um, all kinds of, so, some of the countries you see on the news at the moment, so whether it's Eritrea and Tigray or, or Burma or uh, Myanmar, um, Latin America, Mexico, 26 odd countries, and we, we, wow. we, we're an advocacy organization, which means that we speak up for, for, for all those that are experiencing injustice, and so we do that in the places of power like, like Westminster, Brussels, Washington DC, um, we've got UN um, accreditation, so we, we get to speak at, uh, at the, the Human Rights Council in Geneva and, um, and New York as well. Wonderful. Fantastic job, just a huge amazing. privilege. Amazing, absolutely amazing. So, Misty, you've got a pretty amazing husband there, but you yourself, you're an incredible woman. You head up the Matrix Trust. Tell us a little bit about what you do. So, fascinating, really, because the Matrix story really tracks with the Emmaus story. Yeah, it, does. Um, yeah. it was started by Ian Nicholson and a bunch of Christians from the town when they saw a need to, to walk alongside young people. And then Dave Slynn came in and, and yeah. led Matrix for many years, and it's my job to carry that, carry that role at the moment. Wonderful. And so we work with young people who are struggling with mental health issues, who are struggling with family issues, who just need somebody to talk to or a fun, safe space to go. And uh, our most exciting project, which I must tell you about, about Alan House, who's now been completely transformed, like you wouldn't recognise. And tomorrow we open as the Hideaway tomorrow. Cafe. So yeah, Love come it. along 10am tomorrow morning to Hideaway Cafe and be served by one of our apprentices. Discount from Ayers Road, people? Uh, come no. along tomorrow morning, 10am. <laughs> 
So yeah, do come along. But that's where we're going to be providing work and support for young yeah. people into work. That's oh, absolutely amazing. fantastic. Absolutely well, love Scott that. and Misty don't know this, but a little bit later, uh, we are going to give our offering today to CSW and to Matrix Trust. So cool. We just want to put our money where our mouth is and bless you guys. And uh, so uh, if you're wanting to express oh. gratitude towards Scott and Misty uh, personally, but also to cheer them on as they continue to lead these fantastic organisations making a difference in so many lives, uh, do uh, have your payment card ready for the mm. offering uh, in a little bit. But first, Scott Misty, we, we want to hear from you. Uh, and you just and there's a couple of things on your heart. You just want to take a couple of minutes to share. You have a unique perspective um, mm. from travelling all around Europe and being plugged in with 24-7 like mm. that from not having just been part of the church, but actually being right at the heart of it in leadership. We have the highs and the lows, the privilege, and, and also some of the pressures of being right at the heart of things. And this is a key moment for you as you step down from, from, from the eldership, when you're not going anywhere, I know you're not leaving the church. They're retiring, they're not retiring, stepping they're not down. Stepping down. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but it's also a key moment for the church as we begin to resurface. So we're all ears, tell us, what do you want to say? Wow, thanks. Um, yeah, I guess just in a, in a few words then. Um, the, the verse that, that, that really comes to mind is, was um, the words of the Father to the Son at the baptism of Jesus, Mark 1, 11. It says, uh, and a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love with you, I am well pleased. And just a sense of a mace road push into your identity. Be be confident of who you are. Mm. You know, and that and that goes for, for you personally. Like if you need to hear that today, just like you are loved and, and you, you know, you you are loved. You are chosen, yeah. and God is pleased with you. Yeah. And, and you know, this is Mark one. Uh, Father is pleased with the son right. before he's done anything. Yeah, right? this is before he's done anything. So just know that that corporately as well and just push mm. into your identity as a mayor's road and i think mm. i think names are important you know we, we alluded to the, the 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 change of name to a mayor's road rather than grace which was i was fighting for <laughs> um but that story is so critical to to us as a church yeah. get into that story uh, the root of that the, the heart of it is is about being People that understand the presence of Jesus uh, bringing hope to the hopeless. There's a line in the story where Jesus walks alongside these two guys. And, uh, and they're, they're like, where are you? He's, he's, Jesus says, says um, uh, so what's going on? Why, did they, why, the, why the sad faces, right? Um, and they're like, where are you from? You haven't heard what's been happening here. Mm. Like, we had hoped that this Jesus was, was, a, was the saviour, right? We had hoped. Mm. Yes. Uh, we're we're a, yes. a people that are there for those that had hoped. Mm. Uh, we're we're th yeah. those that, that should be yeah, bringing hope to the hopeless. Mm. Um, I think also in pushing into our identity, kind of understanding our, our founding values. Misty said the, fir the first time we came to Guildford properly to, to meet the, the, what was the boiler room back then. <laughs> we pitched up in Guildford, um, uh, and this was, was before there was really any, uh, any collected community, if you like, but there, were, there was a, a, this concept of being a house of prayer to the churches in Guildford and really serving the churches in prayer. Mm -hmm. So understanding that prayer is foundational. There was 
prayer before there was any anything else. You know, you had Ian and Dave and Liz and Georgina and those guys around that time. And then we we met. We spent an afternoon with with Ian, where Ian, uh, those of you who don't know, Ian is uh, the uh, chaplain at Woking FC. But before he did that, he was this Bible smuggler going around <laughs> Eastern Europe, being arrested and thrown out of places, and just a glorious afternoon with him pouring over a map, kind of just like just this is the mission of God and understanding that mission is the heart of, of mm. everything we are as a church not just locally but internationally right. as well yeah. and, and thirdly finally uh, in the evening of that day that meeting we had we, we hung out with the, the fledgling community um, for a prayer meeting and prayer and worship and Dave Slynn led that and I remember just having this picture of, uh, of a stained glass window uh, just a beautiful stained glass window and God just reminding me that a stained glass window only looks beautiful from the inside, mm -hmm. right? You only get to see the beauty of this church from the inside. So it's, it, wow. it's, it's this place of, Emmaus Road is a place of home and it's beautiful and you will understand that when you come inside, when you find, find home, you get to call mm. this place home. So yeah, wow. that, that's me. Wow. Yeah. That's so lovely. I love it. And I think I, my encouragement really to the church is I remember when we first came and, as Scott says, prayer was a real foundation and the prayer room at the time was a, a travelling prayer room that would go from place to place. So it would be the same setup, and churches would host it, but anybody could go in any church. And what I loved and what I heard the stories of was the unity based in prayer of the church. And I loved the fact that... Um, and Emmaus has such an incredible story, but we are just part of God's story. Yeah. Mm. And the, the thing I love about Emmaus is that we do work with other churches. We mm. are really united with other churches. Yeah. And that's my encouragement. Yeah, Let's continue to develop those relationships. Amen. You know, Woking, Oldershot, Guildford. Let's continue to work with others because we're just mm. part of this incredible story. Um, and it's such a privilege to, to mm. share it. Mm. We have such a strong foundation in that. And our job is to build on that foundation, to create a foundation for the next generation. Yeah. Amen. Um, yeah. And I just wanted to finish with Philippians 2, verses 1 to 4, if that's all right. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, and if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, mm. having the same love, being one in spirit and a one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition, or a vain conceit, mm. but rather in humility value others mm. above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but to the interests of others. It's my mm. encouragement to you today. So good. Amen. Thanks, Scott. Scott and Misty, thank you. Mm. Clear messages of identity and unity. Mm. Let's let's hold on to those two. I love that picture, Scott, of the stained glass mm. window of finding our identity once we're inside, when we come inside, and that's how we find our true selves. I, I actually um, sense that like, uh, there's a real anointing on that. Yeah. I know for you, that was really a moment where you decided, and it was more costly, I think you admitted, yeah. we're going to step inside this mm. community. Mm. I'm sure it would have been quite easy, quite comfortable to have gone back to the West Country, mm -hmm. but you chose here, and now we look back and... You've changed so many lives as yeah. a result, and we're so grateful to so you. So true. And, and, and I just think that's a word for even someone watching this. There's an invitation mm -hmm. to dock in. You've been looking from the outside, but there's an invitation to 
Dubai and you might not be a Christian yet. You might be saying, yeah, but I need to work this out. I need an answer to that. I'm not sure about the other. And you'll never have all the answers, but I just want to encourage you. Do Alpha. Step in. Step out of the boat a a bit. That's when things start to make sense. Or it may be that you're watching this and the Lord is calling you actually to be part of this community Mm. because the values are your values and our futures are tied up together. You have something to bring that can help us become who we're called to be, but also we can help you step into the things God has for you. Mm. And I think that's what we see with Scott and Misty. So Mm. I just wanted to emphasize, put a highlighter panel that I think that picture Mm. of the stained glass window is a key for someone here. So good. And Misty's word of unity Mm -hmm. of, it's it's when we work together with other churches, it's when we all come together that that's when we can really see Christ Mm -hmm. in our midst working with us. Mm -hmm. That's the love of God. So thank you guys, absolutely brilliant, wonderful message. We really, really appreciate it and you. We've got a little surprise. We have a little surprise. I I don't like it when you say you've got surprises. (laughs) Guys, we've got three surprises. Pete's told you about one already, that the offering today is for CSW and for Matrix Trust. But as a church, we want to say thank you to you for the years Years of of service. Friendship. Yes. And so we know... All those years ago, you went round Europe in a van, and you're kind of, you know, re-jigging that. You're not going round Europe, but you've decided to have a little bit of fun and get. You've got yourself a van. Just say we're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere, but you've kind of got yourself a van to rekindle the heart of of it. And this band is a project. A little bird. It's a project, and a little bird's told us that they must be nuts you had that this might be useful for you and have you got a picture of the gift this is a little gift for you there it is oh, we've got wow. you a stove for your van that's amazing the range that's Ooh. amazing is that good yes. that's going to keep us warm that's oh, that is so you. kind guys Thank you so much, that Thank comes you. with all our love that's from so emmaus cool for your little project, exciting oh, I, dream. I'm told that's a, a particularly good one. And uh, Scott Misty assured me that you are all invited around to have a cup of tea <laughs> around their stove in their living van, all 1,200 of you, uh, socially distanced, I'm sure. Um, and, and we just also want to say quickly that um, as Scott and Misty retire from the eldership team, the eldership team is really the leadership, the core leadership of the whole church. Mm. And, uh, you know, the trustees keep us legal uh, and uh, we have a brilliant, brilliant board of, of yeah. trustees who just uh, help us to make wise decisions with money and keep us accountable to the charity commission. But the elders uh, bring the strategy, the theology, oversee the church pastorally, work out what should we be teaching the church. The vision. And just, yeah, bring vision. And, uh, you yeah, know, our, our core team, uh, which has the elders and then a few others in it, meets, um, has been meeting actually every Monday night. There's always a lot to pray about and to, to discuss together. And um, we're thrilled to tell you that uh, not one but two new couples uh, have joined the core team of Emmaus Road Church 
and this is the first time I've got to announce this on a Sunday to you and uh, so I I'm thrilled to let you know that uh, uh, as well as the existing elders and core team which is Adam and Hannah, Heather, Sammy and me, uh, Bill Kuzak, Jill Weber, um, that uh, Dave and Louise Yegnesar and Isway and Anton Colsey are Yay! joining uh, the core team of Emmaus Road Church. And uh, we always talk about you know, the three C's. We look, look for character, competence, uh, and chemistry. And we, all three of these uh, criteria are, are more than met yeah. in these two fantastic couples. Uh, Dave and Louise Yegnazar are stunning. Uh, most of you will know them, but Louise is prophetic. She's right at the heart of the explosion we've seen in the prayer life of this church. Yeah. And David, uh, who's half Iranian, uh, heads up a brilliant organization called Elam that is probably the primary agency apostolically serving the uh, persecuted church in Iran and around the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, you probably know the church in Iran is the fastest growing church on earth. So uh, it's hard to uh, uh, overstate what a key ministry this is and how privileged we are yeah. to have David and Louise Yegnazar in the church. Uh, right at the heart of this revival situation. We know we've got yeah. so much to learn. David is highly um, committed to discipleship and evangelism. We feel we need to grow in those areas. And he's also very strategic. One of the things we're going to miss is Scott's a real strategic thinker. Yeah. And I think David uh, with Louise is going to bring that. We are thrilled that they are um, going to be uh, right at the heart of our leadership. And then the other couple is uh, the Nkosis. And we just love Isway and Anne. Anne yeah. uh, is uh, a teacher uh, and it's a, a, a major ministry in its own right. Uh, she and uh, Isway met traveling around the world together on an Operation Mobilization ship, spreading the good news of Jesus uh, together. Uh, their family has just got mission in its DNA. Scott and Misty were just talking about that. And Isway is just one of the most remarkable people I know. You'll all know Isway because he often preaches and so on. But, you know, when Isway prays, I just want to get yeah. saved all over again. <laughs> this guy knows Jesus in the most beautiful way. Mm -hmm. Isway's story is extraordinary. He grew up in a South African township, mm -hmm. uh, a mother who just loved the Lord, but uh, they didn't have a lot, tiny little house. Uh, he got on the OM ship, ended up uh, obviously meeting Anne, marrying, moving to this country. He drives a lorry, serves the community in this way, and uh, is a worshipper and uh, passionate about teacher. racial justice. Yeah. Bible teaches, he's amazing. And you know, one of the things with his way is, um, you know, he heads up the African and Caribbean group at the heart of Emmaus Road. And we are radically committed to being a church that is welcoming and is uh, uh, diverse in our expressions. And we realized mm -hmm. it's really important to see the African and Caribbean community that is such a beautiful and important voice in this church mm -hmm. being represented at the absolute core of our leadership. Yep. And so as we said, well, who's the key person who can represent that constituency into the eldership of the church, we realized all roads lead to Isway and Cozy. So we are just thrilled for many reasons mm -hmm. that uh, the, the, the Yagnazars and the Cozy's 
uh, bringing uh, some South Africa and some Iran uh, <laughs> right into the heart of the eldership of this church. Yeah. And uh, what I'd love is, Scott and Misty, would you just pray for the core leadership team as you step out of it yeah. and pray for these new guys as they come in and just yeah. pray a blessing over us as a church. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Father, we thank you for the journey that you have Emmaus on, mm. our own Emmaus Road. Mm. Lord, we thank you for Scott and I for the privilege of being part of this mm. team mm. over the last 10 years. And Lord, we want to ask you to pour a blessing over this new team. Mm. Lord, may the new team members be embedded quickly. Mm. May the relationships form quickly. Mm. And Lord, may they hear from you and steer the church in the direction that you are taking us for the next season mm. ahead. Mm. And Lord, we want to pray a huge blessing over Emmaus as a church. Amen. We thank you that you are behind us. You are in our foundations. We thank you that you are with us. Even in these, this difficult year that we've had, you have been with us Amen. and you are with us Amen. today. And we thank you that you have gone before us. Amen. And we ask blessing on that road ahead. Amen. Lord, we ask that you remove the obstacles, that you clear the path ready for what it is you have prepared. Bring to Emmaus those who are on the edges, Amen. Lord, those who need you most and those who can help to lead this uh, church forwards for the benefit of Guildford, Woking, Aldershot, the region, mm, and uh, and Europe. Yeah, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Mm, amen. And thank you, Scott and Misty, for the years of service. Guys. We're so glad you're not going away. We yeah. love you. We're grateful to you. God bless you.